bonus episode for all of the patrons. So go ahead and grab your favorite sex toy, your favorite lubricant, get yourself in a nice comfy position, and uh, let our docile tones take you through the rest of your orgasmic evening. Paranormal erotica. B-b-b-boner episode. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, real quick off the top, um, we're in a little bit of a transition period here, so the sound might not quite be to the quality that you guys are used to. Please bear with us. We'll have this hopefully fixed for Sunday's episode and, uh, you know, for all the episodes moving forward, but for this bonus one, um, you know, it might sound a little bit off, but hopefully you're more focused on uh, the intimate storytelling we're going to have going on today and, you know. If you uh, if your partner's with you, go ahead and cuddle up next to them. You guys are in for a treat on us. <laughs> ha, 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 hand job. <laughs> so, how did this start, Ian? How did we get on? Uh, how did we get to this subject? Uh, I want to say like a year ago, maybe there was a discussion in in Discord six months, a year ago. I was say, a year ago, About... we didn't have Patreon, so it wasn't that. Well, and I figured it was those <laughs> savages from Discord too. <laughs> Yeah, my time's all blended. There's some horny motherfuckers in Discord. It's about swallowing yeah. loads or who's doing this. And... <laughs> well, I they... got it recommended about a month ago to do an episode on this on this stuff. So, so we, uh, so there we go. Some paranormal erotica. I think Dave picked out three random stories. He knows a little bit of his, but Ian and I do not know what we are going to be reading. Uh, Dave just kind of gave them to us and or he blindly had me pick one. <laughs> I took my story and he sent Ian the other one and we're going to uh, go through them here and maybe have some fun. So no Bluetooth needed. Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, well, time will tell. All right. Should I, am I going first? Am I leading this off? Here? Go for it. <clears throat> Let me make sure I find that perfect sensual tone. Even after Sue's first encounter with the Xeno... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even say the title of my my story. (laughs) Xenomorph Darling. Even after Sue's first encounter with the Xenomorph, the family shop continued to smell like an abattoir, since that's exactly what it was. For over 10 years, Sue's mother had spent her waking days amongst butchered meat from every animal that could be chopped, cut, or diced upon the island of Taiwan. Sika deer, Chinese pangolin, clouded leopard, mountain dog, Flying squirrel, yeah, baby. What? And even the t- <laughs> even the tiny lesser horseshoe bat, at one time or another, had all hung, suspended from their haunches in her display window. When her mother would come home at night, Sue's little world would become saturated with the aromatic stench of primeval blood. The mm. older woman would leave streaks of crimson slime everywhere she went, on the bathroom walls, in the rice bowl, even on the front page of the People's Daily, featuring the picture of the decadent J.F. Kennedy getting inaugurated as the 35th president of the United States. To Sue's mother, all that blood and butchery was simply part of the natural way of life. Indeed, 1961 was the best of all years to be alive and to be a Card- Communist Party member, her mother would often say, always adding, unless you are a peasant living on the mainland, then you're probably just dying from the Great Famine. So there's your history lesson for the day, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, a lot of buildup going on here. <laughs> nice backstory, though. Yeah, we're really yeah. setting this, the scene. Well, we want it to be as thorough as possible. Very for, vivid. Uh, yeah, crimson streaks everywhere. Even the rice bowl. It's hot. You reaching in that rice bowl day with this crimson streaks in it? Why not? I, I Flavor. Surely... As I was saying, it was true that Taiwan had many advantages over mainland China at that time. 
For example, a lack of famine was always considered a good thing, as well as not having any of those feisty re-education camps where villagers would beat college students with sticks until they forgot everything they had learned. In comparison, Sue and her family were relatively affluent. They lived above their own shop, her mother and her sister Gia, in three small rooms that were perpetually saturated with the odor of their livelihood. When Sue was little, she had been apprenticed to the trade of butchery and slaughter. She had become a professional meat handler at the age of 16. I was a professional meat handler at like the age of nine. <laughs> it's just me. I don't know about you guys. She, and by 18, she knew everything there was to know about cutting short loins and sirloins. Finger flanks and shanks. Yeah. <laughs> the day the first spaceship appeared, a burning, derel- a burning derelict that spiraling down out of the gray cloud bank crashed in the Taipei's famous Chang Kai-shek Memorial Hall, destroying everything in its path. Sue was up to her... Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Sue was up to her elbows in Macay's, Macaz Viscera? Macay... M A C A Q U E. I don't know that word. <laughs> what is this person writing about? Yeah. Sue was up to her elbows in choice monkey bits. Gia had just returned. <laughs> Gia, her sister, had just returned to the shop a little out of breath, holding a smoldering honeycomb clod. <laughs> honeycomb clod of metal in her hands, wrapped in a steaming cloth. And what do we have he- there? her mother asked, putting down her hacksaw. I don't know. It fell out of the sky. Out of the sky? <laughs> yes, the crash has set the buildings in the Zhangzhen district on fire, Jia explained, mentioning the neighborhood that was once home to all the city's governmental ministries. On fire? Yes, didn't you hear that great explosion, followed by all those people screaming? Screaming? Apparently her mom doesn't understand <laughs> fucking sentences. What? what, what, what? Screaming? <laughs> buildings? What is this you speak of? <laughs> yes, um, why do you think I ran into the street just now? Oh, I don't know, her mother answered, smearing red and steaming bits across her cheek. Yeah. I thought that you had heard the local kennel was having a half-off sale. That's usually the only reason I go into the streets nowadays. God damn, pal. Some great writing. Wiping her hands on her apron, the girl's mother took the clod of metal in one muscled palm and brought it up to her nostrils, inhaling deeply. Her eyebrows furrowed. What does it smell like? Sue asked from across the room. How the hell do I know? Years of working with splattering body fluids has ruined my sense of smell. Here, catch. What do you think? (laughs) I'm not going to put that under my nose, Sue laughed. You have no idea where that thing has been. You say it fell out of the sky? Yes, Mama. It crashed and set everything on fire. Sue's mother shrugged letting the handle that had once belonged to an off-world containment cage inscribed with the words, Warning! Dangerous specimens! Fall with a clunk-clunk upon the cutting board. I wouldn't worry. Comrade Canal will see to it. The party always does. Now then, back to work. We have racks to side. It's getting really exciting here. <laughs> I don't know what could possibly happen next. No one spoke of the strange alien metal for the rest of the evening until it was time for bed. The girl's mother had left the cloud sitting where she had dropped it, less out of vexation and more because it simply didn't interest her. Her daughters, though, were of an entirely different mind. I can't help but wonder if this metal is part of a spaceship that crashed into the city this afternoon, G amused. I wonder how far through outer space it went just to get here. 
I can't help but wonder why there is nothing in the newspapers or on radio about it, Sue replied. You'd think that more people would notice something like a great ball of screaming fire setting all the government buildings ablaze. Plus, that eerie pulsating glow of to the west accompanied with the ry rhythmical humming noise as if we were listening to the engines of some wild alien war machine. I am sure the party simply wants to downplay the accident in the event it is only some new weapon being developed by the capitalist Yankees, her mother answered. Don't go making things up. Outer space? We all know there's nothing up there. Didn't the chairman say that the outer space is nothing more than death wrapped up in darkness and silence? I'm sure he did, at some point during his many, many speeches. I just say we wait until the party declares what happened and go along with that. It will be in the People's Daily tomorrow morning, I am sure. Sue noticed that, unlike earlier in the day, though, her mother did not speak with her usual offhanded frippery that was her way of dealing with things that she did not understand. There was almost, one could say, a nervous twang in her voice. Weird, the girl thought, settling herself down in her bed. Everything outside her little window was unnaturally dark, as if the night was nothing more than a disembodied spirit that wished to smother the city, if only it could get inside. From where she lay, naked, Sue could see no city lights, no stars, nothing. She idly ran her fingers through her hair. It was as if the world had become an empty void, or the moon had been blotted out and shadows pressed themselves against the window glass. After Sue was done and closed her eyes and rolled to one side, her fingers come sticky. The monstrous shadow that had been peering in at the girl all this time silently moved away, allowing the pale stars in the sky to fill up the pane of glass once more with desolate, cold-hearted light. Mm. <laughs> so she was so so what she thought she was looking at nightness was a figure watching her masturbate. That's crazy. Come sticky. Oh, my that, hands are that only went come from sticky, like zero to a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe her dog's name was Sticky and she was just all yelling at him to come over there. Like I had that dog named Stains. I used to yell, Come stains. Come stains. Come stains. <laughs> I think, I think we're about to get uh, heated up here. Sue muttered in her sleep. Her restlessness had left her only half covered, the more interesting half, for it was a hot night. Her breasts slowly rose and fell. Her nipples were bewitchingly dark and erect. <laughs> Sweat ran down her thighs, pooled around her ass. She's mm. got swamp ass. <laughs> Reflected in the moonlight. The The soggy patch of black curls between her legs gave off the sex stench of a wild finger flicking. Oh, Mike, tell me more. Tell me more. Don't stop. Don't stop. This story went from like politics to just straight up. Like, let's get as graphic as we can. We have alien came out. The, I'm going to read that again. The soggy patch of black curls between her legs gave off the sex stench of a wild finger fucking. Something motherish and loverish called her name. Sue opened one blurry eye. A figure stood at the end of her bed. Uh-oh. No one was ever going to mistake it for a human. It glimmered in the dim light with, it, with its biomechanical echoskeleton, with its cylindrical skull. Wow. It was as naked as Sue and shockingly mammalian. 
A dozen curious <laughs> small breasts ran down either side of its pitch black chest. Its ass was huge and curved. Its hairless cunt, puffy, large, and brilliantly gl- green. A wet sort of poison, glowing phosphorescent in the dark. Mm, phosphorescent? I got a boner. I don't know about you guys. 25, 24 uh, nipples up and down. Yeah. Sue wanted to scream, but no air came out. She heard a slow, shrill hiss as the thing swung its, hers, a great, elegated head toward the girl. Sue elongated? This is some yeah. whack-ass writing. A great, <laughs> elongated, that's what I'm going to call it, head toward the girl. Sue didn't know if the thing, it, she, yes, anything with a cunt that glowed must be called a she, was peering at her. Ooh. But the star creature had no eyes. Oh. Perhaps she could smell female blood. Smell menstrual blood? Or was it the blood Sue continually worked in? Wor- oh, the Sue the Sue continually worked in. Mm. Perhaps all. <laughs> perhaps neither. At the meat shop, you mean? At the meat shop. Yeah. 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 Well, she's about to get taken <laughs> to the candy shop. <laughs> the xenomorph reached out with a talon-tipped finger, touching Sue's exposed thigh. It regarded the warm flesh with a cocked head to one side. The human was emitting an odd scent, one that intrigued her. Leaning over the bed, she opened her mouth, revealing a huge, silvery maw, sampling the air that floated above the young woman, tasting it, emitting soft, mewling hisses of approval. The thing, the abomination, whatever it was, seemed almost to smile, Leaning forward even more, her face inches from Sue's. Cool breath like the air from a desert cave hit Sue's face. The star creature inched closer still, curling back her lips to brush them across Sue's. The girl opened her mouth to scream, to call for help, to do anything, but was silenced as an otherworldly tongue, segmented and gleaming, forced itself between Sue's lips. It was long and wicked, probing, squeezing. Pooling at the root of Sue's own tongue, forcing its way deeper into her throat. Sue felt herself begin to gag as the xenomorph wrapped one hand around her skull, (laughs) the other grasping the small of her back, pulling the human closer as Sue thrashed about on the bed. The thing pushed more of herself into Sue's mouth, but found her tongue was too big to fit easily. I've been there before. (laughs) I hit my phone. In and out, the weird tongue went. Slowly at first, then as the star creature built up more speed, she went deeper, exploring Sue's uvula, licking around the inside of the girl's throat in a way that made her stomach convulse. Sue choked once, twice, three Three times. Three times a lady. (laughs) She held her mouth open as wide as possible. Over and over, the xenomorph continued to explore the human until Sue had spittle running down her chin and onto her breasts. The suffocating pressure was just too much. Tears welled up in her eyes. The xenomorph sniffed at Sue's tears, sighed, and slowly withdrew. Mm. The human turned on her side, coughing, bringing up bile and that night's dinner, while the star creature's tongue once more reached out, wrapping itself gently around Sue's neck. Sue felt long, cruel fingers glide across her ass cheeks, felt something dripping into the cleavage of her ass while the tongue trailed down her back, savoring the taste of her skin. The taste of flesh was fantastic. 
The smell of Sue's fear was intoxicating, especially since it was mixed with the xenomorph's own excitement. She reached out with her slivery lips and kissed Sue's flesh, delighted that Sue's anus twitched as her cool, wet tongue slid over it. <laughs> Continuing on. Oh my. She parted the human's cunt lips, and Sue gasped, unable to hide something that wasn't fear, afraid that the thing might stop. Sue dug her fingers into her pillow, making low, even hiccuping noises. The star creature lowered her mouth, kissing the entrance to Sue's hair-soppy cunt. Her long tongue snaked out once more, entered the girl. It went deep, deeper flexing, probing the magma hot walls of her vagina. Sue felt an orgasm building. She didn't want it, but couldn't stop what this thing had started. The xenomorph's fingers played with her clit, doesn't exist, evoking up no fear now, (laughs) focusing only on making the human groan with pleasure as this crude extraterrestrial cunnilingus. We mean to please. I don't know what that means. When Sue finally (laughs) orgasmed, a pitiful noise from from her soul, so hungry, her lips buckled, her cunt contracted, a silent scream that took in the whole cosmos as she arched her back, Touching the xenomorph's carapace, carapace with her hands. What's that? God, these people can't fucking write. Wrapping her thighs around the thing's oblong head, holding that incredible tongue firmly between her own legs, locked in the place the way any lover would do in most post-orgasmic bliss. <laughs> As the tongue withdrew from Sue's depths, the star creature crawled up over the human's body so that her own row of small mammalian breasts brushed across Sue's open lips. It purred at the first contact, began to move its obsidian black tits over the inviting face. (coughs) Slowly, as if waking from some horrible dream about smothering Sue, began suckling, about smothering, God, fucking punctuation, people. Slowly, (laughs) as if waking from some horrible dream about smothering, Sue began suckling, her tongue twirling around each strange nipple that was offered. Purrs from the xenomorph were so strong that the bed shook and the nipple quivered under her tongue. All right, we're getting into the home stretch here. I promise. <laughs> for two whole weeks, Sue was able to keep her secret lover secret from her mother and sister. And for two whole weeks, the Communist Party played along with the idea that the derelict spaceship had simply been an American satellite that dropped out of orbit accidentally. The mayor of Taipei made speeches, and the People's Daily ran cryptic headlines about the monochromatic nuisance and decadent Yankee parasites that do nothing but get in the way of our workers. Sometimes there were sightings of xenomorphs down in Ganglio Park, for the creatures appeared to enjoy hiding in the shadows of the ancient trees. But once the reconstruction of the memorial hall began in earnest, the citizens of Taipei turned their attention elsewhere. It was odd what different people's impulses were when they confronted with new things. Knowing her mother's nature, what worried Sue was the prospect that if her mother ever did learn about the xenomorph, she would want to know what they tasted like. Sue had asked herself the same question, except it hadn't run along the lines of, in a heavy cream sauce with carrots and potatoes, but rather, at the point of coming. Sue... (laughs) What? Which is let, me read that. let me read that again. <laughs> Sue had asked herself the same. So she thinks her mom would want to know what the aliens tasted like because, you know, they're butchers. Yeah, right. Sue said uh, she asked herself the same question, but not like her mom along the lines of, oh, it would taste good with a heavy cream sauce with carrots and potatoes. 
Sue wanted to know more like, what does this thing taste like at the point of coming? Mm. Sue mm. wondered whether okay. she was the first human to ever taste xenomorph cum. Perhaps. Perhaps. Every night the xenomorph needed only to glimpse Sue's body and desire raged throughout her once again. She liked it best when, after the orgasms and fucking, the human female curled up in her amazing, double-jointed arms and sang softly to her. They were mainly political party songs, but the low tunes made the star creature happy and gave Sue a chance to run her fingers across the xenomorph's brilliant carapace, her scars and tattoos adorned with mystic mystical patterns from her home planet. What are we going to do when mother finds out? Sue asked one night, almost in a whisper. And what she judged was the star creature's ear. She has no fucking idea if she's whispering to those things here. <laughs> the xenomorph could not respond. The purring and the hissing were the nearest it could get to human speech. But it stuck out its dildo-shaped tongue, the same tongue that had brought Sue so much pleasure in such a short time, as if to say, your fate and my fate are forever joined, lover of mine. Ooh and pressed her cheek to Sue's, <laughs> amazed that such a small creature could generate such lovely body heat. Oh, my. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining oh. us. <laughs> so that's, uh, wow. Okay. What, what, what fine user on literotica.com wrote that story? <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm just going to spell this. N-A-C-H-T-H-E-X-E. Mm. Nachecks, Nachecks, Nachecks. Whatever. Learn fucking punctuation. Pally. I think Natchex failed fifth grade English class. Seriously. Because, that was, uh, <laughs> that's some pretty atrocious writing. Woo! My throat is very dry after all that wetness I was reading about. Analingus, brother. <laughs> so that's uh, Xenomorph Darling, available on literatica.com. It's like a, a xenomorph, I believe, is a term from alien. So I think you picture yeah. you know, the creature from alien. Well, I'm here for yep, it. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Good stuff. That thing looked like something you'd want to fuck, right? Yeah. Well, is that that's probably like the like the uh, <laughs> like the poster we picked uh, the the poster the picture we posted, right? Yeah. It's the one that as long as Ian can clean it up a little bit, pretty much. Fuck it, we'll, po- <laughs> we'll post it anyways. I don't care. It's cartoon nipples. Come at us, bro. Cartoon nipples. <laughs> All right. All right, Ian. You think you can get through one of these, or is uh, is it going to be too tough for you? I'm, I'm gonna try my hardest. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> all right, Ian, give us what you got. Uh, title right. first. Title. Don't forget to read the title like I did. Title is Haunted Love. It is, right. it is also from LitErotica.com, and it is by Lord Tom Byron. Really? I believe we gotten some uh, some ghost <laughs> porn back in the Art Bell episode, right? In the Ghost to Ghost one we did on Halloween. Hmm. Available on the Patreon archives. Remember that like, he felt the ghost like pressing its bony fingers into yeah, his butt? Yeah, yeah. He thought it was his uncle. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it was his uncle yeah. in real life, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably yeah, I think that's what we said. Like, it probably really was his uncle. <laughs> Anyways. Available in the archives. Oh. Art Bell, our Halloween Ghost to Ghost episode might be my favorite episode of all time. It's pretty high standards. It, it was a fun episode. All right. All right. I'm going to try my best here. I haven't even skimmed this one. <laughs> Shocker. The, the toughest parts, dude, just trying to figure out what they're trying to say with the fucking punctuation. Her preparation left her feeling anxious and apprehensive. Carefully placed candlelight cast an, an amber glow over the otherwise shrouded bedroom. Her body was exposed to the still-lit air, feeling the reach of the different flames as she walked past them in a circle around her bed. She felt the apparition's echo of a hand lightly caress the nape of her neck. Mm. Oh, I'm turned on. (laughs) 
He was a vapor in a muted kind of light, an intangible collection of energy, but his touch was more real to her than any lecherous attempt at intimacy by the living. Hey, you're a vapor too. He's just like you. (laughs) (laughs) You need like the Jay Leto band behind you or something. (laughs) Yeah, you're both vapors, yeah. (laughs) He whispered forgotten poetry into her mind and shared the air between her lips, filling her senses with the heady perfume of his power. His kisses danced up and down her flesh, each time lingering a bit longer than the last. Though centuries of decay had eroded his body, his soul had resisted the current of the river Styx with a fortitude born of limitless passion that now poured over her. Really? <laughs> <laughs> She was a she was a fiery sprite with dreams that outlasted the oceans in both expanse and mystery. A treasure of potential wasted on what how do I say that word? I, we don't have it in front of us. Or I B-A-N-A-L. Banal. 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 Be anal. Banal. Be anal. What are we with these fucking words? All right. A treasure of potential wasted on the banal and the mundane that made up the population of her world. In the liquid of night between the arches of dreams, her heart was a beacon that drew him to her. He traversed an ethereal wasteland to sample the curious spirit that beckoned so sweetly only to fall desperately in love with one of the living. Her body bowed and writhed against the swirling rush that seemed to tug and pull at the deepest parts of her ascending arousal. The sensations grew with each passing stroke becoming more and more material until there in the dark she felt him upon her as corporeal as herself. The the, the writing in these stories is just fucking atro- it's atrocious. Like these, these people like <laughs> fancy themselves really good writers yes. and they're not. They're terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> this is outrageous. They really know how to kill a guy's boner. Man. But I bet that I am not I am not hard in the slightest right now. <laughs> I think the collective puddle in the Discord right now is probably enough to fill a couple <laughs> two-liter bottles of Coke. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> All right. I'm trying real hard to get through this. <laughs> Once or twice she thought about opening her eyes and trying to see him, but feared it might break the spell, so she kept them shut and let herself drown in the feel of him. His hands were strong, but not calloused, as they made their way slowly over every inch and curve of her legs while gently spreading them apart to welcome him. Mm, His mouth... (laughs) Now we're getting somewhere. Take it. (laughs) (laughs) His mouth was clean-shaven with a powerful jaw that that pushed up against her pelvic bone and lapped his tongue over her clitoris into... (laughs) Mike says, says, nope, not a thing. Maybe in this guy's fantasy world, sure. Hey, Pally. (laughs) into the opening of her lips and over her clitoris again (laughs) 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 his breath was hot and his mouth hungry as he tasted her long and deep the sensation of his tongue circling and probing was more than physical as it shook her to the core his hands ran over her thighs and upper waist, then back down again as she twisted and gyrated in a futile effort to get closer to him. Try as she might, 
His kiss was as deep as any could go, and as her pleasure peaked, his enthusiasm doubled, filling her ride down with multiple spikes of orgasmic contraction. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> he got it done. <laughs> this story is long, man. I thought you said you gave me a short one. <laughs> it's not that long. As her body shivered, he rose up to lie parallel above her. Only it was such a fluid movement, he had felt like warm mist washing over her, and she feared he was gone. Before her fears found substance, she felt the solid weight of him again. He was, sculpt he was a sculpted form that matched her height, and she found her, her legs wrapping around him with such ease and precision that they seemed to melt into each other. <laughs> <laughs> You're making yourself laugh right there. Almost made me do a spit take. <laughs> As his penis enters. Here we go. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm in, all in. That's he's what a, she said. He's about to be all in. <laughs> As his penis entered her, she found that it fit as if it were made just for her and the subtle turns within. Once inside, it grew to fill and strain all the right parts of her and his movement had her instantly rocking in unison. <laughs> See, what's perfect about this ghost, though, that is that he took his blue chew at the exact right moment. That, like, as soon as he got inside, it grew and filled in. Nice, him. right? Smart. Like, that's how you do it, man. That's, you know, tricks of the trade. I'm writing a book on it. <laughs> the, the clit chapter is like just an empty, it's just numbered. <laughs> Just a number. When you it gets chapter six, the clit, and then you turn the page, chapter seven. <laughs> <laughs> Make them find your clit is chapter seven. <laughs> she felt herself levitate into the air, anchored only by the unseen body that had her in its sway. Hands on her shoulders, <laughs> dick in her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Hands on and her shoulders and dick in her pussy. <laughs> That's off Dave's upcoming rap album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking spitting some good rhymes there, brother. <laughs> and parted lips against one ear. She heaved and panted near, near the ceiling, feeling it against the palm of her hand as she reached out behind herself. So, so they're in the air doing this. Oh, now. yeah. I'm with nice. you, man. I'm with you. Nice. Okay. All right. Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> it was there that the second wave of orgasm shuddered out of her core into every fiber of her being. Second wave, Mike. You probably didn't know that was a thing, huh? No. Well, <laughs> I'm writing a follow-up book about how the female orgasm is in there for the <laughs> Yeah, like they, they'll, if they're good sports, they'll pretend and they'll give you a pat on the head and be like, you, you, yeah, you did it, but that's just not making you feel good. And it doesn't actually exist. And they know that, but they know it's their job to make you feel better about it too. Like, good job, little tiger. You tried Oh boy! The trick is just to, to treat it like 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 what's the old Tootsie Pop? Like how many licks does it take to get to the center? You just start it like the the taint, and you just go all the way up, and you just keep licking like with big long strokes just on the outside of their body, from like taint to like pubic bone. That's it, huh? And that's it. That's, that's all, all it takes. That's all it takes. All right. yeah, and then you get you know after about thirty minutes, and your tongue gets tired, and then they'll give you the old pat on the head, like good job, kid. And then you go to sleep. That's great. That's great. Oh, goodness. All right. This is Mike's not going to like this episode. <laughs> when she came to, she was lying on her stomach, 
on her bed with her legs spread and hanging off the end. As she lay there, a tight and wet mess in between her thighs, she had a moment to wonder <laughs> if the whole thing had been a wonderfully intense dream. Oh, she felt his hands pull apart her ass cheeks, and she knew it was go. real. <laughs> <laughs> they lifted her. They lifted her hips, and then his cock slid into her soft, wet slit. <laughs> a quick jerk. And he was balls deep against the back of her legs. Balls deep. <laughs> she dug her nails into the sheets and blankets as if she was taken from behind with a fury that seemed harsher than before. As if his need for her had driven him past gentleness and left him at the mercy of his lust. She bucked and pressed herself into his passion, craving his unrestrained attention. Her back arched and her head lolled from side to side as she felt his splayed hand against her spine. She moaned into the dark as she came again against his thrusting cock before dropping her face into the mattress and raised her ass. Oh. <laughs> he's having fun the over there. Yeah, he's having a good time. This is the most awkward thing I've ever read in my life, uh, knowing that it's going out to like 500 people. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking like at Into least the- 300 of them are jerking off right now listening to this <laughs> i mean i am and i'm sitting right across from Dave. <laughs> the funniest part for me was when i was reading my story every time i'd look up dave is making direct eye contact with me <laughs> it was the most uncomfortable i'd ever been luckily i got the nascar race on my ipad and i'd look to that because i just i'd be talking about like her what her like hairy bush or whatever i look up and there's dave just like looking at me and I'm like, i can't do this man you kept me enthralled man what do you want me to do uh, anyways ian as you were um uh, so she dropped her face into the mattress as her raised ass continued to slap against him Ooh. then she heard <laughs> then she heard his voice for the first time with her ears instead of her mind not with carefully chosen words, but with incoherent grunts of of male release, did he fill the silence of her room. It's <laughs> <laughs> about right. That was actual audio we got from that incident. Yeah, was, well, yeah. Might have been Peter Curtin. I, I, can't, I don't know which one I hit. <laughs> it's, all, it's the same audio. <laughs> His climax was not the ejaculation of warm fluid that one feels upon taking in the lust of the living, but a spiraling coil of electric energy that rode up her spinal cord and sent every muscle in her body into orgasm. Mm. Every muscle <laughs> into orgasm. Yep. I wonder what that's like. It's a lot. Uh, yeah, that's... Ask, ask Lord Tom Byron. <laughs> <laughs> Lying in the stillness at the edge of an erotic euphoria, the scent of summer rain was sent to her along with the distant echoes of thunder as she drifted off to sleep. So, whew. That's that the end of your story? That's, yeah, that's oh. the end of the story. <laughs> she just went to sleep. And that was oh, it. She went to sleep. So what do you think? Is that a dream? Did she just have a dream? She had a wet dream? <laughs> Who is this? Is it? Was she? I don't understand what type of ghost this was. Well, Ian, was I think specific? you're thinking too deep about it if you're thinking what type of, type of ghost. <sighs> I, I, you know, just using your standard <laughs> ghost fucking, I guess. What do you think Art Bell would say if someone called in with this story? <laughs> oh, it's quite a, it's quite a tale, man. <laughs> Caller. Well, first he'd say, turn your radio off. <laughs> fucked, 
fucked by a ghost west of the Mississippi. You're on the air. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. My face hurts from laughing. <sighs> ghost anal hotline. You're on the air. <laughs> it's open anal lines tonight. <laughs> Tonight we're talking the mysterious clit, the myth, the legend. Does it exist? Have you seen it? The Mount, the Mount Rushmore of folklore. Bigfoot, fucking unicorns, Mothman, and clits. <laughs> All right, Pete break. I felt like it was forever to read. Uh, and Dude, mine was double yours. And I a know. lot of mine was like the fucking Communist Party. <laughs> God damn. So, Dave, you got an interesting uh, beverage over there. I'm having a Foster's tonight. A couple right. of them. What does Foster's mean? It's a, it's a beer in a foreign country called Australia. Oh. How is it? It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not horrible. Do they make it in their prison cells? Like, what's it called when they make, like, the... Uh like the, the, the booze like in their toilets in the prisons. Oh, yeah. What do they call that? I can't fucking remember. Damn it. Mm. I wish yeah, it probably tastes just joke. as good as that. Yeah. <laughs> but you already pounded one of those big yeah. oil cans. What is it, like 32 ounces in one? Mm. No, it's not that much, is it? 32 might be a bit much. Yeah. It's a big-ass can, though. Hey, this says brewed in the USA. What kind what of the? bullshit is that? It's not so fucking maybe, Australian. Maybe Foster's is American for beer? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Wow. Who distributes that, I wonder? Not like from Anheuser, right? Like that's a, They don't. It says Australia's famous bar brand. So bar brand must mean shit brand. Apparently. I have no idea. It doesn't say how many ounces on this can. But you already finished one. You're going through the other one. Yeah. Halfway through the other one. Yeah. Oh, 25.4 ounce. All right. 25.4. What a weird fucking yeah. number. <laughs> huh. That's not great. Yeah. Well... Lube up those vocal cords because you're about to uh, read us some some good story here. This one's something else. The stage is all yours. This one is called Fertilized in Space. <laughs> <laughs> what if you look at the cover? It is not what it's called. There's a misspelling on the book cover. I don't know how someone has a misspelling when they write a book. I like how you didn't even go with uh, LitErotica.com. You bought a book. I was. You bought a book. I found like, where did I find it? On Salon or something at the top best or worst however you want to look at it like paranormal erotica stories out there and this one was on the list so i clicked the amazon link and it was like three bucks <laughs> i said this is so fucking ridiculous i gotta buy it i wonder what kind of one. spam you're gonna start getting now like pop-ups <laughs> right. on your social medias now that you've bought this fucking porn what were the names of some of those ones we saw like boffing bigfoot <laughs> 50 slaves of grays there were a bunch of good titles well that'll be uh erotica part two all right, this one's a little long, so you got to stick with me. All right. We'll just let you talk. We won't interrupt All right, you. here we go. We'll just oh, shot. you can interrupt because it's kind of ridiculous. Fertilized in Space. This is written by Fiona Thompson, who I'm sure is uh, quite the genius uh, literary person. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> she spelled her own book wrong. <laughs> no, please. I groaned and fought against my restraints. You can't do this to me, please. I screamed and I cried, but the aliens who had abducted me from the diner where I worked didn't listen. They just kept going about their business. I fought anyway as the big one, the one they called Stud, approached me, undoing his belt buckle. What? <laughs> Mine starts with like a 20-minute communist manifesto. Dave's jumps right into an alien race. Sorry, man. Ugh. I knew that fighting him was useless. 
There was nowhere I could go or hide anyway. I was strapped into the inside of a spaceship for crying out loud, but I couldn't just let them knock me up. Yup, you heard me right. I was prisoner on a spaceship piloted by aliens and I was flooded with eggs deep inside my body. This is the Betty Hill story. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't my eggs. They were the aliens. For some reason, their females could no longer carry a pregnancy to term, and now they were going to use humans, me, to make sure their species didn't die out. I guess we were technologically behind them, but our bodies could still do what theirs couldn't, grow life. I had so many eggs inside of me that my belly was bloated and round. When I laughed, I could feel them moving around like a bowl of jello was stuck inside me. (laughs) They weren't normal human eggs. They were round and large like baseballs. And now they were ready to bathe them in semen and fertilize them. (laughs) Not just in me, but in all the other girls I had met on the ship. Met was probably too strong a word. More like passed in the hall. We were to be first. I just hoped it didn't kill me. Or maybe I did. Maybe I didn't want to survive giving birth to aliens because once I was knocked up, I could see no way of going home, even if I could figure a way to do it. Once my name was Alice, and now I'm being turned into an alien egg incubator. God help me. <laughs> this is, so they just what? So they're just kidnapping women, mm-hmm. lining them up, yep. impregnating them. That's correct. I'm not sure how many days ago it was or weeks. But I remember like it was yesterday. It was a hot one at the diner, and I was waiting tables in a pair of Daisy Duke shorts, my shirt tied up under my breasts. They weren't huge, but they were a handful, something to be proud of. (laughs) Like uh, Jessica Simpson in the Dukes of Hazzard movie? Yeah, exactly. Goddamn, pal. I leaned across a table to refill someone's glass of iced tea when someone walked by and slapped me on the ass hard. George! I laughed and chased him into the back of the kitchen. He was good looking, young, and in a t-shirt so tight across his pecs, it made me want to have my way with him. (laughs) You were asking for it, sliding your ass out there for everyone to see, George grinned (laughs) as I wrapped my arms around his neck. His hands grabbed my waist and yanked me close. Our mouths searched each other, my tongue outlining his bottom lip before I went all in like we wanted to devour each other. I'll see you when I get off tonight, I whispered before pulling away. Getting off was the only thing I could think of. I didn't care if it was in a parking lot or back at his place. But tonight, he'd be mine. This is human porn now, and I love it. Let's keep going with this. Tell me more about George and his pecs. But it never happened. As I sat outside the diner, waiting for him to drive by and get me, the lights filled the sky. Blue and white hues shone down on me brighter than I had ever seen before, but it didn't hurt to look at them. Let me just tell you, there are so many fucking typos in this Dude, book. It's tough to read. <laughs> this is a published fucking book on Amazon that I paid money for. It makes you think we could publish our own book. <laughs> the title's spelled wrong on the cover of the book, and the typos are absolutely ridiculous. It is it is mentally mm-hmm. and almost physically exhausting to have to read some of these things because you have to figure out in your head what they're trying to say. It is ridiculous. Then I was just gone. I disappeared, and when I woke up, I was strapped to a padded wall. This chapter is titled Eggs Implantation. (laughs) Dave's story is so long that we got chapters. (laughs) I reefed my head to the side to look around the room. It was filled with strange alien beings, the kind you saw on TV with the strange shaped heads, but their bodies were muscular, large, 
and when they moved, you could see the muscles inside their overalls flexing and expanding. <laughs> the padded walls contoured to my body, squeezing me in place. When I tried to move, they just squeezed me harder. Around my neck was a metal cuff, keeping me in place, and my legs were in thick stirrups. We kind of we have those at uh, Dave's unlicensed gyno oh, shop. Course. Those stirrups. Yeah. Keep your feet. In I'm familiar <laughs> with those. Mm-hmm. They kept me still with my legs wide open. I realized then that while I was wearing a tight spandex t-shirt, hugging to every curve of my body, I was not wearing any pants. My pussy was hanging out there for all to see. What are you going? <laughs> Spring break. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do to me? I cried. When no one answered, I screamed again. Hello. <laughs> they glanced at me like they were glad I was awake and came over. One wheeled a cart. On top was a tub of water, and inside were giant lighted domes, like eggs, only large like a baseball rather than a chicken egg. What are those, I asked, scared. My lip trembled. They are for you, the voice in my head said, so you can bear our children. Don't worry, you are merely a housing unit. After we have enough babies to continue our population, you will be returned unharmed, though you'll be fairly stretched. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I used to tell girls in college. Don't Did worry, you? you'll be returned unharmed, <laughs> but you will be fairly stretched. Yep. They see me rolling. At least that's what I told myself, saying in my head. <laughs> I leaned my head back against the foam and wanted to cry. I squeezed my eyes shut. I tried to close my legs as I felt something metal against my leg, but the restraints were too hard. Then something cool and flat slid into my pussy and opened it wider. Like a shoehorn, I guess. But it didn't hurt. It just burned. And I felt a lot of pressure. Do you have instruments like that at your gyno shop? Oh, of too? course you do. Something smooth goes in? We have to. Yeah. And we're still working on opening up the Australian shop. But you know, like I said before, they have horizontal pussies over right. there. So you have to get special <laughs> equipment. equipment yeah. Metric system and yeah, all that. Yeah, it doesn't all yeah. fit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> The alien slid the first egg inside me, and I bit my lip. I thought it wasn't so bad until I realized it was barely inside me. His strange-shaped hands pushed it further, delivering the device into my womb. It will slowly stretch your womb, his voice said to me, so it will be large enough to hold all these eggs to term. I could feel the stretching, the pulling. It was like something in me was on fire. My fingers clenched, and I let out a scream as he inserted the next round object. My back arched, my breast thrust forward, and all I did was scream. By the time it was over, I felt numb and emotionally drained. I was unhooked from the wall and put on a gurney. There they wheeled me down a series of halls and into an empty room. There were windows that looked out into space, but there were no tables or chairs, not even a handle on the door to get out. I couldn't get anywhere unless they took me. One of the aliens stayed behind to get me settled. He put a pillow-like device under my head. Not far away was a mirror. But I avoided looking into it. We don't want to hurt you, his voice said. (laughs) This can actually be quite pleasurable. Pregnancy for our kind is different. It requires a constant stream of semen to keep the pregnancy viable. (laughs) And I promise, we know how to pleasure your kind. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusted, I just closed my eyes. I was going to have sex with these things, these beasts? I don't think so. Pretend you can't hear me, he said. But I will be back soon with food and drink. You'll need to eat if you're going to survive. Then he left me to my thoughts, and I couldn't avoid the mirror any longer. The end. (laughs) (laughs) I was laying on a bed and was covered by a simple sheet. 
in the center where my abdomen was, the sheet rose like there was a small pillow underneath, slightly rounded like an anthill. It pushed the fabric away from my body like an anthill. <laughs> Afraid, I slid the sheet down so I could see my naked belly. It was fleshy and round. Gingerly, I touched it. I stiffened a sob. I could feel the spheres under my skin, and when I pushed on them, they moved. Oh, dear God, someone had to help me. Please. This title, this chapter is fertilization. <laughs> but but no one did. I was in space, and now my eggs were about to get fertilized. <laughs> Terrified, my heart pounded in fear. My hands gripped the metal post above my head. And when I did that, the aliens clamped restraints on my wrists so I would be unable to move. Two other aliens moved in and clamped my ankles to the metal bars down by my toes. It was like a metal cube prison, and my body was now in the perfect vulnerable position to be used by the aliens any way they saw fit. It terrified me, and my heart raced as the alien who was going to fertilize my eggs stepped up. <laughs> his large, unblinking black eyes studied me as he undid his belt buckle, and his overalls fell to his ankles. His cock was already hard, gigantic. I watched it stick straight out at me. He took his blue chill. <laughs> he must Clearly. have. So these 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 are grays that are wearing overalls. Yeah. Right. Ian's gonna have to start looking into this. Do the grays wear overalls <laughs> ever, or is this just in fucking Fiona no, Applewood's uh, story? Whatever Fiona Thompson. Well, whatever she is. I couldn't believe the size and width of it. There was no way he could get the entire thing in me, not without killing me. Oh, just you wait. <laughs> I tried to squirm away as his three-fingered hands lifted up my shirt and flicked at my nipples. I stifled a moan. <laughs> flicked at my nipples. <laughs> that just sounds very unsexy. Like fucking three-fingered toad hands. <laughs> I stifled a moan, but his palms were warm. And as he used them to flatten and circle my breasts, my eyes closed. I saw my boyfriend, a beach, and a million other things. But I didn't want to be with an alien, so I just pretended I wasn't. It worked until the moment came where his hands grabbed under my thighs, lifting my legs up higher and wider. My breath was rushed, erratic, and when his cock rubbed up against my pussy, my mouth parted. It was like electricity jolted through me. I moaned outwardly with pressure. Is this supposed to be pleasure? This fucking lady. With pressure? <laughs> Go with pleasure. Yeah. No one's going to know the difference. I moaned outwardly with pleasure, and my eyes were forced open as he slid inside me, moving back and forth. So slow, so controlled. Every movement was so slight. I felt incredibly teased. Part of me wanted to beg him to move faster, to continue further, but he was so large. I already felt full, stretched. He was staring at me, and his small mouth fell open. I heard a sound and thought it might be his breath. I didn't know what he was going to do, but he leaned down and kissed me, soft and gentle, like a real lover would treat his mistress. Hungrily, I kissed him back, showing him human passion. The alien moaned and seemed unable to help himself. The speed in which he fucked me was faster, his rhythm perfect. My chest rose and fell with each shallow breath. His cock filled me more thoroughly, rubbing against ridges I didn't know I had. I wished I could touch him. I wanted to participate. Maybe there would be time later. I had to hope. As he drove on, our passion grew until I struggled to gasp for even a single breath. When he screamed, my eyes widened in fear. His orgasm was intense, filling me deeply with his rich alien semen and triggered a <laughs> spasm of my own. 
My climax was so thorough, my entire body twitched like I was having a seizure. God damn. See? It's good stuff, huh? We can learn something from these uh, these uh, grays. A happy drug smile graced my lips. I laid there and happily moaned as the aliens came and put a hand on my egg-inflated belly. <laughs> I didn't know for sure, but when they started shaking hands, I had to think it was successful. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, pal. High five. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice impregnation. Yes. <laughs> that the eggs were coming to life. <laughs> but I had to wonder what that meant for me. I wouldn't have to wonder very long. I gripped the basin and retched the insides of my stomach coming out like I had just eaten a gourmet meal. <laughs> what the fuck does that like mean? Like a gourmet meal. <laughs> She's very full, I think. <laughs> sperm. Truth, truth was, I couldn't keep anything the aliens considered food down. Four days since I was first fertilized, and now I was puking my guts out, just thinking about food. My breasts were swollen and ached 24-7. Welcome to morning sickness, or so the aliens said. But I refused to believe it. I couldn't be going through morning sickness already, even if I was pregnant. I knew a thing or two about babies. My mother had six, and I was the oldest. I knew it took weeks, sometimes two months for morning sickness to rear its ugly head. But there was no denying I was sick and no denying my body was changing. Raging, my abdomen felt like it was on f- Raging, my abdomen felt like it was on first and had for the last 24 hours. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> my, my body was on first. Fire? I think it's all fire. Right, all right. Raging, my <laughs> abdomen felt like it was on fire and had for the last 24 hours. I thought maybe it was in my mind, but as I leaned my head back against the bedroom wall, I could hear my skin stretching. I grimaced, my hands holding the small belly as it began to grow, pulsate, stretching out the small tank top the aliens let me wear. I even got a zip-up gray hoodie, but pants? I wasn't allowed any except a flimsy pair of panties. The pain was growing, and so was the feeling of heat. My legs straightened out wide and I slid down the wall. My back arched and my belly grew. I groaned, contouring in pain as it pushed out like an inflating beach ball. My spandex shirt was getting translucent. It was stretched so far. And inside me I felt things moving, kicking. Finally the growth was over. (laughs) I wiped the sweat off my brow and struggled to my feet. I waddled out of the bathroom and into the bedroom they allowed me. It was spacious with a big bed and a small table in the center of the room. But I was caught by my reflection in the mirror, how large my breasts were, like giant melons. And nice. my baby bump wasn't a bump at all. It was like I swallowed a basketball. I touched it and turned to the side, seeing how arched my back looked, how swollen and distended my frame was already. And it had only been four days. I think this this chick has a, like a pregnancy fetish. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. yeah. Along with the alien stuff. Sure. Yeah. Well, right. Uh, obviously, a little bit of that, too. And maybe something with overalls, also. <laughs> overalls. She's into that. I moved over toward the bed as the door opened. I didn't glance back as I sat on the bed and rolled onto my back. My legs propped up, and I rubbed my belly. It was itchy everywhere. The fact is, I didn't look back at the door because I knew who it was. It was Stud, my lover. <laughs> the alien knocked me up so thoroughly. I knew it was him because whenever he was near, my pussy began to tingle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My babies needed his semen to continue thriving and growing. That was fact, Jack. 
Is that really what she wrote? No, I added added the Jack. (laughs) I was like, that was. I was like, this girl's trying too hard with writing that. And I needed it because I was completely addicted to it. (laughs) And him, (laughs) he didn't say anything, but positioned himself between my legs. His strange egg-shaped head, which I was growing to accept, even to love, came down to kiss me. Our lips met, and his mouth parted, inviting my tongue into his. I moaned, my arms wrapped around his neck, my hand rubbing his thick skin between my fingers. I need you so bad, stud. Please don't make me beg. What a weird name for an <laughs> alien. Stud. stud. <laughs> From now on, we're going to refer it's to ridiculous. all gray as a stud. Yeah. Stud. Moving forward with this podcast. His voice laughed inside my head. My eyes fluttered closed as his cock rubbed up against my pussy. It was so expectant and wanted it so bad I wanted to scream. I missed you too, Alice. May I call you Alice? You can call me anything you want as long as you fuck me like you did this morning. (laughs) He purred like a cat or an engine. What kind of sentence is that? (laughs) He purred or or an an engine. engine. (laughs) His hands pursed against my shoulders and his pelvis grated against mine. I opened my legs and straightened them out wide. Even my toes were pointed as his cock drilled into me. I could feel it inside me, feel it stretching me. My mouth parted and my mind went to places it shouldn't have, imagining this for the rest of my life. His slave, pumped full of his semen and his babies. I couldn't find the will to care. He kissed me while we made love. My hands moved on his rugged body and found his ass, pushing him into me deeper. I shirked. I shirked? Shrieked. I shrieked? (laughs) The pain so intense I saw stars. I thought he might rip I me in. Shirked. <laughs> I shirked. <laughs> oh man! Maybe it's when like you come and shit at the same time. <laughs> like, oh, oops! I shirked. <laughs> oops! <laughs> like that was so hot, I kind of shirked myself a little bit. <laughs> I'm getting my three bucks back. I'm complaining. This stuff's unreadable. This is shirked. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whew, where are we? The pain so intense I saw stars. I thought he might rip me in two while he stretched me, made every inch of me his. When he was done, stud laid beside me on my side. His cock rubbed against my ass while his hands held my growing belly. It grew outward like an expanded water balloon. I cried, thick tears streaming down my face, and stud licked them off. Shh, he said in my head. You'll be fine. You'll be better soon. You just need to breathe through the pain. Please don't leave me, I begged. My head turned, my mouth open and searching. It didn't have to search for long as Stud's mouth found me and we passionately kissed, groping for each other's bodies. I was horny again. So horny. <laughs> but <I didn't... laughs> Good God. But I didn't think I wanted the babies to grow again, get bigger until it was time. Instead, I spread my legs and pushed Stud's head down there where no a- alien had gone before. Gauza. He's just having his way with her. We're on to growth. Can I pee real quick? Do you, have, do you have more to go? Like a good amount? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to pee real quick. <laughs> growth. My body grew until I appeared to be eight months pregnant, but it was just the beginning. I was stretching out all the tops that aliens bought for me. Bought. Like they bought them for her. Not just in my extended belly, but in my breasts. They ached to touch and hurt even more when Stud played with them during lovemaking. 
They were so heavy and growing so large with milk. I sometimes cried out in pain when getting dressed. Sometimes when we fucked, they even sprung a leak and sent green milk spritzing across the room. Green, green. <laughs> oh, can you imagine if it was like Ecto Cooler? Do you guys remember Ecto Cooler? Ian, do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. It was the uh, Ghostbusters like high C like, drink juice okay. boxes. It was Ecto Cooler and it was green. God damn, I want some titties to shoot Ecto Cooler. <laughs> Green milk spritzing across the room. With morning sickness gone and nearly a week since I was knocked up, I was always eating, usually in my room. But that morning, some of the aliens led me to a common area on the other side of the ship. I had to walk slow thanks to my giant belly. My hand slid beneath it to support it, and I waddled side to side. Inside, they kicked me hard, and my belly was always moving up and down with their, with their own movements. They were strong and large. I didn't know how long they would grow in me, but I had to suspect that it wouldn't be nine months, or at least I had to hope. The room they took me to looked like a cafeteria with a huge buffet line. They took me to a table with five other extremely pregnant-looking women, all dressed like me. Slouched in their chairs, they sat with legs spread wide, (laughs) their hands all over their pregnant bellies. Moaning in time as they rubbed them, I could see their (laughs) extremely hard nipples pressing against their shirts. Oh my gosh. They seemed even hornier than me. I gripped the armrest of the chair and slowly slid myself down into a seat. I ate first as some of the women smiled at me and greeted me. What's your name? I asked the big girl next to me. Her body was thin, but her belly was so pronounced it made her skin translucent and a giant seam ran down the length of her overextended abdomen. It looked obscene and I wish I could touch it. Maya Bell, she moaned, rubbing her belly with both hands, but could barely reach the front. Her legs fell open even further as she began to stroke her pussy. God, I'm horny all the time. (laughs) They're in the Catholic fucking Terrier. No rules in outer space, Mike. No rules. She's having roast beef. Her back arched, and I thought she might be climaxing. She looked further along than me, and I had to wonder if this was in my future, if I soon would do nothing but masturbate, even when in public. Four days and ten fucks later, I was so large I could barely get around by myself. Now the aliens kept me dressed in a long white spandex dress. It was so tight against my widening hips and ass, I could barely waddle down the hall. That was okay with me. I didn't want to go anywhere anymore. All I wanted was to be fucked, to touch myself, and to eat. Mostly in that order. (laughs) And since I hadn't seen Stud in over two hours, I was ripe. So ripe. I would have fucked anything that walked into my room if it had a penis or a strap on. This is like every every pregnant woman, right? This is essentially what it is. This isn't fiction. When the... (laughs) Oh, man. When the door opened and Stud came in, my giant perky breasts leaked milk. They were so expectant. Thick gobs of milk that Stud quickly came and licked off my nipples for me. (laughs) Gobs of milk. I moaned, ready for action. I grabbed his hands and put them on my wide, protruding baby belly. Take me, Stud. Now. I muttered against his neck, my tongue sweeping against his neck. We have to take you to the ceremonial chamber. It's time, Alice. One final dosing of semen before the babies are ready to be extracted. (laughs) 
I swallowed hard the last two weeks went by so fast. And then what will you do with me? His big black eyes blinked and his hand rubbed against the front of my belly over my extended belly button. We will do it again, Alice, and again, until it's too much for your body, and then you will be returned to Earth. That sounded so sad. I never wanted to leave him, but I was really ready to have the babies. I waddled down the hall with him, swaying side to side. My hands cradled my giant belly, and my back was so arched backward from the load, I thought I might fall over. In the room, my dressings were removed, and I was strapped down to a chair. My neck was harnessed so I couldn't move, and my arms were strung up far overhead, pulling my melon-sized breasts off my chest. Aliens were there rubbing their faces all over my nipples. I, go- <laughs> what? I, I don't get that one. That's, that's a little odd. It's an alien fetish. <laughs> that's the odd yeah. part. Yeah. Put your nipple in my eyeball. Mm, that's the spot. I closed my eyes and moaned with pleasure as ceremonial goo was spread over my belly. It was so full of life now it moved up and down on its own from the offspring I carried inside. Her milk is good, said one as he suckled against me. So good, I think we should have her milked regularly. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's because it's ecto-cooler. It, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you get that shit. <laughs> that turned me on so much, I moaned. I used to attack. Here's a good typo. I u- Not detest. I used to attest this sort of thing. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, lady? <sighs> I used to detest this sort of thing, but now it was all I wanted. God, all I really wanted was for stud. Where the hell was he already? Someone put my legs in a device, and they were cranked open wide and high. I could see stud there rubbing my thighs and kissing my pussy. I trembled with delight, but he took his time rubbing me with lotion, and it tingled, making all of my senses that much more sensitive. And then it happened. His cock was out and rubbing against me. My knees fell forward and my back arched. My pussy was more swollen and sore than ever so. Then my pussy was, oh my God. My pussy was more swollen and sore than ever so that when Stud's penis gyrated into me, I saw stars and moaned in pain. But I didn't care. I needed the sex more. Because of the extra weight I was carrying, my monstrously large belly, it was hard to breathe. <laughs> Jesus. I began to see black, and I thought I might be blacking out. I struggled for air and lifted my head just as Stud reached on and clamped on my belly hard, using it like a giant handle, and throttled into me so fast I thought I might explode. And I did, with an intense orgasm that rocked me. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. This is the best three bucks you ever spent, don't lie. (laughs) My nipples tingled and leaked milk as my pussy began to spasm and pulsate pulling Stud's penis even further into me. I groaned, feeling something in me changing. Stud's hot breath was on my face as he kissed me. Hungrily, I kissed him back, and when I felt something in me stretching, my abdominal muscles coming together in the worst cramp I could ever imagine, I bit him. Stud pulled back and covered his mouth, but I didn't care. I screamed. Rolling my head on the chair I sat in, my back arched, If this was the beginning of labor, I didn't want to feel what it would be like at the end. I guess he didn't hold it against me because Stud laid his hands on my shoulders. It's okay, Alice, his voice said in my head. After an hour of labor, we will remove the baby surgically so your suffering will be over. Take them now, I begged. We can't do that. Not yet. Stud's large eyes blinked and I was surrounded by other aliens who stared at me like I was a slab of meat. 
or even worse, like I was a messiah. They took turns rubbing my giant moving baby belly. It was like being a god or something. They wouldn't comprehend who I was and were in awe of me. When they got bored of that, they suckled against my breast, drinking my milk. All the while I moaned, my body a temple of pleasure and pain. The pain I could do it this is the pain I could do without, but the pleasure, it was very nice indeed. Indeed. <laughs> we're on to love now. See, it's evolving. It's, it's you see the story arc that we're dealing really with. Really a love story is what it is. Yes. After I was laden in sweat and screaming for help, I was put under and the babies were removed from me. I woke up five days later in my bed, tired, but in one piece. I rolled over and saw Stud lying beside me, studying me, like he was waiting to say something. Stud? I whispered and touched his strange alien face that I now found handsome, that I knew part of me loved. He stroked my hair back and kissed my cheek. I want to make love to you, Alice, not because you're my job, but because I love you. Let me hold you sweetly and make love to you the way you were meant to be loved. <laughs> Tears flew down my face as his arms crushed me in deep embrace. Oh, baby, I whispered as we kissed and my legs opened, allowing his swollen, throbbing cock into me. But it was gentle and slow, glorious. I never felt so much love from anyone, and this strange being gave it to me. Our eyes never left each other, even as our breath became erratic and we reached perfection. A few days later, I was being examined with stud by my side to make sure I was ready for my next round of alien eggs. Excuse me for a moment, the alien doctor said and left the room. Stud and I gave each other eyes as he played with my hair. Are you ready to do it again? As ready as I'll ever be, I said coyly. The door opened and four alien security guards came in. Stud became alarmed. What's the meaning of this? The doctor stepped through. We can't put new eggs into her. She's already pregnant. Really, stud? You couldn't keep your hands to yourself? <laughs> My heart skipped the beat. Pregnant? With a half-breed human alien fetus, or should I say three fetuses. I touched my belly. Three babies of my own? I didn't know if I should rejoice or if I should be sick. This breaks all of our laws, stud. You can no longer be one of us. What? I screamed and looked to stud to see if it was true. I couldn't stay here without him. I reached for his hand as we were both grabbed and dragged down the hall. We were thrown into a tiny room and the door was latched behind us. Stud, I screamed, and he grabbed my arms and pulled me into a deep hug. So relieved he was with me for the time being, I cried. My eyes focused on the window. I could see the stars and it looked like we were tumbling through space. I'm so sorry, Alice, Stud said sadly. We've been exiled. Exiled to where, I asked, fear creeping into my voice. There's only one place my kind goes when punished. and It's no place for a woman or a few babies. I grabbed his shirt and pulled him in close. What are we going to do? <laughs> Alice and Stutter exiled to a rainforest world where scavengers and cannibals live. How will they escape? And will she end up needing to birth three large half-alien babies alone? Find out. In exiled in space. Wow! <laughs> Amazing <laughs> story. Dang. Ugh. You just gave all of us blue balls. I, stud. I mean, it's it's studs the, the star. Exiled in space. Dun, dun, coming to Necronomapod. <laughs> October 2020. <laughs> I just made that up. Don't hold us to that. I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> October. 
That was something. That's uh God damn, pal. I had no idea. That, that was worth three bucks. I'm not gonna lie. That was fantastic. Alien erotica. Yeah. A little bit of pregnancy fetish going on there. Absolutely. Pregnancy fetish, yeah. Falling in love with an alien, overalls, mm. being ripped apart, all kinds of stuff going on there. She wanted it. She asked oh, she, for it. She fell in love with him. She loved it. That was her boo. She loved Stud. Stud. Ian, what do you think? What do you make of that? A gray named Stud. I don't love it. <laughs> I don't love it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you think Betty Hill? I don't know, Mike. I don't love it. You think Betty Hill had a stud? <laughs> I mean, other than Barney Hill, oh, he was man. a stud, obviously. I mean, was was Zaxxon taken? I I, I don't love stud. <laughs> you know anything? I don't love it. <laughs> Ian, will you ever look at Grays the same again? Or are you going to think, think about their throbbing members? The overalls threw me off real hard. I don't understand why they were wearing that, overalls. That was a weird thing. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah a weird overalls. I think it's maybe a fetish of this, this writer's. I would like okay. to interview Fiona Thompson, though. Is that her name, Fiona Thompson? So let's be honest. It's probably a dude like sitting in his mom's basement who writes this <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't just normal. I mean, this is the most poorly written thing I've ever seen. And to be published, I, Fiona Thompson. I'm going to find this gal. We're going to interview her. <laughs> we're going to find you, Fiona. Oh, we're going to find you. And we have questions. And her One, na- why stud? Two, the overalls. Her native tongue better not be English. That's all I I feel like most say. of these are probably like translated. Maybe that's the problem. Like, are they Think just so? something else and they're just translated? I hope so. When they're put on, what is it, literatica or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you bought yours off Amazon, so Whew. they're tough to read. So sorry for the delay, people. It is because there's so many typos, and, and you got not even just typos, but the wrong words, and you got to kind of as you're reading stop and regroup. Man, it's rough. This was a fun episode. What do you guys think? I mean, I think people for- like paranormal erotica. It's different, something new. I don't. I don't I think people like know. it. I think if people, well, my story I know started off a little slow. So if people got through that and, you know, Ian's was good and yours was, was great. So. Yeah, but you had analingus in yours. So you have analingus. It's good. Yeah. There were, there were parts of mine that was really funny. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Old copper penny tongue. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> 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 so what do we have? We had two. We had two aliens and a ghost one. Yep. So maybe. Uh, yeah. Next one, we have to do what? What was it? Boofing Bigfoot? Boffing Bigfoot. Boffing Bo- Bigfoot. We'd have to do that. I one. know there were. Was one I saw called Mounting Mothman. <laughs> that sounds like fantastic. That one. Well, we could even just plan ahead and just do like excerpts so we don't have to read the whole thing. Yeah. I just I like feel like you would, yeah, you lose some context if you didn't do the whole thing. Well, but if they're, you know, if they're 75 pages. Well, sure. Sure. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm on a hanging on a cliffhanger here. Well, that's true. Wondering what's going on being well, but exiled that, in space. Yeah, exactly. But that wasn't just an excerpt, though. That was a whole new book. Like, that's that the was, next yeah, uh, chapter. Yeah. No, yeah I for sure. Know. I think we let that one sit for a little bit. Make, the people, as, uh, make the people want, beg for that one. As soon as Fiona learns the English language, she's going to publish the next one. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> well, she clearly didn't care the first time through. <laughs> so, all right. We got anything else? That's a fun bonus episode. It was a really fun bonus episode. I like these interesting My face uh, hurts. bonus episodes. It's yeah. fun. So, all right, Ian, you got anything? Nope, I got nothing. Dave, you got anything going? No, good stuff. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys Sunday with uh, Oklahoma City Part Two. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Let us know what you think. 
or or next time start looking up some your your of your paranormal erotica and your favorites don't send them to us because we don't need all that shit right now but before we do the next one we'll send out a post saying hey send us some of your favorites and maybe we'll pick some of those don't start sending that shit to us now please but start looking for your favorites and uh you know keep them favorited or tabbed or whatever remember the name and and then send them to us later on and if you've ever banged a ghost let us know yeah and if you've ever seen a clip let me know (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye.